Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, hey, uh, welcome to the AirBuds podcast. It's Jamel. What's up? What's up, Mike? Hey, I'm Mike. What's up, Jamel? Peter. I'm Peter. Hello, guys. <laughs> Jamel specifically requested to not have intro music on this episode, and it just made it no. the most awkward. It should be <laughs> awkward. We should have to think about what Peter just told us in fucking silence. <laughs> Very mixed message for the top of this podcast. Nah, right. No. <laughs> Yeah. Um, happy basketball, not so happy life. I don't know. Uh, I think we're all still kind of uh, reeling uh, from the sudden and shocking news of uh, our friend and uh, frequent guest on the podcast, Jack Knight. Uh, brilliant comic, brilliant writer, uh, a guy I think we all uh, loved being around, um, suddenly gone from our lives, and that sucks absolute shit. Yeah, tough weekend. They should have canceled Summer League, if you ask me. I mean, no bullshit. <laughs> yeah, or at least the Drew League. Uh, Drew League getting a lot of uh, big uh, news this weekend, which is uh, which was bittersweet because I think uh, we were, you know, Jack and us would go to Drew League together all the time. It was weird that, like, for me personally, like, to like, like suddenly ESPN is like airing the fucking Drew League. Which uh, fuck ESPN? Yeah. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, that's like, that's a huge, like, core memory I have with Jack is just like going there with him. You know, that was the only time he ever laughed at anything I ever said. (laughs) (laughs) Swear to God, we were in the car on the way. 
And I was something. It was something in my phone. And I was like, shit. I've known this nigga for two calendar years. I finally got him to laugh. What did you say? It was something about so oh, it was a post at work. I was this I was still working at ridiculousness and I had a video that I just put on my Instagram and it's only white people in it. And then somebody in the comments was like, Are you the only person of color in this office? You know, just like questioning me, and I'm like People can't even be white on my Instagram. It's my Instagram. <laughs> so the only time you ever made Jack laugh was reacting to an Instagram comment? Swear to God, dude. <laughs> Swear to God. That's not true. That dude laughed at everything. He loved you. I don't. I mean, hey, sure. I'll take it. He did. When I first came to town... I went to Sam J's for Thunder for the for the end of the Thunder, basically. You know, this was like when this was like the game after the Clay game, I believe. Yeah. And it was like a bunch, yeah. Yeah, it was a bunch of people at Sam J's apartment. And I'm in a Thunder ja- I'm in a satin Thunder jacket. To watch, to watch the end of the fucking thunder, they lose, and Jack's just undressing everybody in the room. Just everybody. He's just like, "You're ugly. You ain't shit. <laughs> that shit's stupid." Everybody, and then at the end of just twenty straight minutes. Of Jack just dunking on everybody, he looks at me and he's like, Jamal, yo, what's up? We fuck with you, man. How come you don't be hanging out, man? <laughs> you're I was like, like, Cause because I'm, you're mean. Yeah, I was like, because I'm scared, nigga. I don't know what you want me to say, dog. Were you, Jamal, were you at Public House? Because it was like, uh, it was on my birthday. Peter, I don't know if you were there. I was talking to Caitlin like, about this, actually. It was my birthday at Public House yeah. where we watched the Clay game with Jack. Yeah. No, yeah, we were I was there. there. Yeah, I was there. Thunder yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Bro, it, it was one of the first things I did in Los Angeles socially. It was like one oh, of really? the, if not the first, it was probably the second. Yeah. We would watch, I feel like we watched a decent amount of games with him at Public House. And the, yeah, I, had I moved mean, to the town a couple in times, May. but I had just moved to town that, that playoffs. I had just yeah. gotten that Thunder Jacket from Kohl's, man. $20 for a satin starter Thunder Jacket. You, can, you can't beat that price. They never had it marked that way again. These Shout niggas out blew it in front of everybody. And I didn't even know Jack was from Seattle. So he was like, he's like, fuck these niggas anyway. I had mm-hmm. no clue he was even from Seattle. Yeah, he's from Seattle. Man, this this shit sucks. It's awful. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I love that dude. That was like a little brother to me. We, you know, we worked on a lot of projects together. Uh, did he even tell you guys that he was? Uh, <laughs> this might feel dark. Uh, he, I, I wrote a uh, a a Juice World music video 
that he it was, it was going to be animated and he was the voice in it and uh, it got canceled. It was it was for Wasted, the song with Lil Uzi Vert. And uh, Jack was like a character in the video and then Juice World died and the video got canceled. Um, Jesus. What? But I, yeah. But I feel like that was like a thing. Like that was – Jack and I had – a bunch of projects that we worked on together and that just always got fucking like we had a super deluxe show and then it was about to go into production when super deluxe ended. Um, Juice world video that uh, was about was in production and then juice world died and they were like, yeah, we should not uh, release a music video for a song about getting so fucking drunk and high that you die. (laughs) Um, yeah, there was just a bunch of shit. Uh, I don't know. It just feels like there's so much more, um, that like Jack was supposed to do. And like, I was, I just, I, I happened to be randomly listening to the, um, Amine album that he's on, mm-hmm. um, Friday. Um, yeah. Hearing him talk about like Kobe on that one track. It's just heartbreaking now, you know? Yeah. Bro, I texted. He was the first person I texted after Kobe died. I never texted him. Yeah. And I texted him. Because the week before, I had said he was crazy. He was talking about how people think he's crazy and he's not crazy. And I was like, nigga, you're crazy. Get out of here. And then he was like, shut up, you old Brandon Wardell ass nigga. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, shit. And then and then Kobe died. And then I texted him. I was like, son, you are the funniest person. I, just, I was just like, you're the best. Please continue to be the best. <sighs> yeah, I'm happy you told him that because uh, I don't know. The last time he and I were talking was I, I wish I had told him like how fucking funny he was. I wish I told him how fucking happy he makes me and how fucking happy I am for the success he has. You know, I think I like the last thing I texted him was basically like, probably was like, you're an idiot. (laughs) That was probably the last (laughs) thing I said to him was insulting him. (laughs) I mean, but he probably liked that shit when you said it. I hope so. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Is this is this fun for people to listen to? <laughs> yeah, so they're texting us. They're time traveling back, and they're texting us, and they're telling us. I don't uh, care, man. I'm not talking about summer league. Right. There's not a whole lot to I went, talk I went about back and summer I- league. Congratulations, Trailblazers. Uh, Drew League sucks now. Way to go, LeBron. Thank you for fucking it up. Uh, yeah, back to Jack. I did listen to the first episode of the show that he's on, which is the first episode of the show. Um, and it does start with... What's the first episode we talk about? It's the first episode we acknowledge. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It was actually like it was right after Trump got elected. Um, <laughs> I remember it was that weekend. And it he was, was basically like, 
Like, we're fine. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> you started the show by apologizing to me, Peter. You said you I apologized did. for because you thought you understood what it was to be black before Trump got elected. And I sure was like, did. this is when you were still sending people black emojis. <laughs> hey, people, people, people grow and change, you know, that's for sure. I'm a byproduct and, of it. Look at me now. Benner, I came on and Benner's like, now you're just someone who looks like a dude who got me too. I've really I'm not, Okay, like you, you per, like it's not your face. It's just dude. I came on today. Looks like a guy. Like, I know that got me too. Right? Who was wearing glasses, a hat, and a shirt? So which guys don't wear shirt and glasses and hats? No, nah, but get button me up, every guy doesn't wear button up shirts. Me and me and Mike don't have button up shirts on. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm wearing a Carhartt sweatshirt, so you know that I'm blue collar, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wearing a NASCAR shirt. What are you talking about, dog? Right. And, those, and blue collar and NASCAR has got no... no. Jamel no and I are the fucking the salt of the earth. Yeah, I say let's workers. go Brandon. I say let's go Brandon all the time. <laughs> I did see a let's go Brandon uh, uh, lawn sign this weekend. Oh, fuck. In New York? Or in... No, in Jersey. Oh, okay. Even it's like, why do they think they're being so clever? It's like, also let's funny. Go Brandon like, is stupid. Yeah, like it'd be fun. Honestly, it'd be funny if you're just like fuck Joe Biden and said that on your. It's such fucking like pussy shit. Where they're like, "Let's go, Brandon. We know the code." <laughs> like, just say fuck Joe Biden. You fucking like cowards. Yeah. They can't kick everybody out of Talladega. This is what Facebook did to our to the to the idiots. Anyway, so Jack loved Trump. <laughs> He's a big pro. No. Uh, the the first thing I oh, always I... think about when I think of Jack is seeing him at mixtape um, after he had just been on tour uh, in Cleveland, and I, and he was like. I was like, oh, I heard you you uh, crashed with my my aunt uh, when you were in Cleveland. And he's like, yeah, and I fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for I, people that, the people I that didn't don't know what know, to say. I was like, yeah. that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know. I was like, hey, that was, all right, well, have a good show. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Uh, for people that don't know, Mixtape was a show that uh, Peter and I and friend of the podcast, Garrick Bernard, ran for a long time out here. It was a stand-up show with rap music occasionally, and um, uh, Jamel did it. I think basically Jamel and Jack were the two people that could go up whenever they wanted. Tons of comics would show up every Friday and try to get on the lineup, but only Jamel and Jack were the ones that, like, we would be like, yeah, we'll put you up every time. Shout out to Justin Blake, too. I feel like Justin Blake was at every one of those oh, mixed yeah. stages, but Justin Blake did actually go up a lot, too. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that yeah, was the, it, first, what the, one of the first shows you did the shit. I met you at Brandon's show. Let's go, Brandon. You said, please do mixtape. I do mixtape. I show up in a Sonic shirt. And Jack, like, grabbed me. He was like, what the fuck are you doing with that shirt on? And I was like, I... I Oh, that's sports. Wasn't that... Wait, you posted a photo of you and Jack. Uh, You were wearing a Sonic shirt. He had a hat on. Was that the first time you met him? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
that's a historic photo. Damn, son. Damn. Yeah. I put uh, the jacket up. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, Jack had, uh, as far as our shit went, Jack had free reign. He could come do whatever he wanted, whatever. One time I did mixtape, and I was just doing my usual DC show. I say anybody from DC, and Jack was the only person in the back that audibly said no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I did have the thought the other day where it's like Jack was the only comic, like in the back of the room talking that like added to a show, <laughs> like because he would. He'd be he'd be talking shit in the back of the room, but still somehow listening and responding to to a comics material. Bro, with headphones on. Yeah. With headphones on, with a funnier tag than whatever your tag was. Yeah. It was like, dude, I fully understand why they let Isaiah Thomas commentate Michael Jordan's basketball games now. I fully get it, bro. It makes so much sense. Cause Isaiah, no, Mike doesn't even. Mike doesn't even fuck with Isaiah. Hates him. But he was the only one who was there for real. That's why Nas made Thugs Mansion. Tupac hated Nas, but he was the only one who was there. He was the only one that Tupac said, "You ain't shit" to to his face. That gives him the authority. To speak on this shit. To put some acoustic guitar into Tupac? Yeah. That's <laughs> good. Uh, hot take, Remember guys. that music video, by the way? No, no barely. No, I don't. Seems like something um, that they played at Jewish camp. They did play at a Jewish camp. <laughs> it was just like a Dude. bunch of people getting shot. It was like a bunch of different kinds of people getting shot. Tupac with acoustic guitar sounds like the most Jewish summer camp thing I've ever heard, actually. Well, that was actually, uh, you know, one of the the, the songs we would sing around the campfire. (laughs) Dear Mama, don't cry. Your baby boy's doing good. Can you send me the video? Because I don't remember the video at all. Also, hot take, guys. uh, Tupac... uh, Incredibly overrated. Wow. Wow. Okay, go on. He sucks. He's he doesn't have good music. Bro, have you listened to Shed So Many Tears? Yes, I've listened to all of his records a hundred times because I'm like I'm trying to understand why people like him. He's a bad rapper. Oh my god. Oh my! Well, what I don't know if I have the authority to really speak on this, but why? Why? Do, why are you saying this, Benner? Your favorite rapper? rapper. Who's, your, he's a, who's your favorite he's rapper? A better, favorite rapper of all time? Yeah. Um Probably Macklemore. either Jizza or Busta Rhymes. Fine. Macklemore or Tupac. <laughs> I think Busta Rhymes, uh, uh, conversely, now when so you heard underrated. Tupac, how old, you underrated. Like, how old were you when Tupac was alive? Um, I don't know, like 65? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were 65 in 1995? 
Yeah, I mean, he, he has a much older than you. But were you like a little skateboard kid being like, I don't like Tupac? Yes, I was a little skateboard kid being like, California Love, that song sucks. Um, and I was just a little dummy because I grew up on East Coast rap. I grew up skateboarding to Wu-Tang Clan and uh, whatever. But like even back then in the 90s, I was like, I love this beat. I don't think Tupac is a good rapper. Crazy. I mean, look, I've had this because you know he went to theater school. Is that what it was? You just know he went to drama school. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I think it was because I was used to kind of. I was a little fucking dumb backpack piece of shit back then, and I was like, I like dense wordplay and witty writing, and Tupac did not have that. It does feel like Illmatic came out at like at a wildly different time than Tupac stuff. Same time, strictly for my ends. I know, That's but I, 90, I feel like ninety-one. I was listening to Illmatic the other day, and it does that does that album does feel like something that is not from the same era. When I think of like, to, like just like that Tupac run. Well, yeah, because West Coast and East Coast were in the nineties were incredibly different. Um, you Who know, made it you was... listen to Illmatic, Peter. Where were you at? Were you are you tired of teens? <laughs> Messing with you on the train? Is that what's going on? <laughs> that's all right. That's just that I have it in my earbuds at all times, just in case a youth comes up and gives me a nasty look. Say, listen, yeah. listen to my pod. It's, it's, it's halftime. Please don't. What the fuck is this podcast about? This is a podcast about basketball. <laughs> uh, you know. I should uh, send you guys the uh, the pilot that Jack and I wrote with Garrick. Uh, I remember that pilot. That's a great pilot. Some years ago. Did I ever tell you? So <laughs> we wrote this pilot. It was basically about Jack and Garrick and and their friendship and about like being like young comics in L.A. And uh, we wrote it and, and it was very funny and, and my agent loved it. Um, and, uh, we got on a call with, uh, Jack's manager, uh, and it kind of culminated with, um, Jack's manager basically saying like, it's a really funny script, but, uh, Jack is a nobody and no one is going to give a shit. (laughs) And that's how the pilot died. But I remember at the time being like, well, like in five years, he's going to be famous, and and I think I was right about that. I think he, you know, he had a Netflix special, he had a Comedy Central shit. Like he became an actor. He sold a show. Like he uh, he was in NBA Two K Seventeen. He was in NBA 2K17. That's also the craziest fucking thing that we don't talk about at all. Our friend. We talked about it on was, the podcast with him. I think twice, actually. Did we do it on the... On yeah. the we did a Christmas episode with him, too? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, because we were trying to get kids to buy NBA 2K17. Yeah. Come For on, youths. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, he, he was the best. Uh, he was so fucking funny. He was... Uh, deep down, like a sweet, sensitive, kind soul, 
and uh, he's he he will be missed. I don't know. I don't have anything else. Jack to say. used to. I never even knew he could be afraid of things. Like until we went to when we went to Drew League, oh. he used to like he used to like put people in wrestling moves. He always had swords. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He was the best at shit on somebody, and then we went to the game, right? And I don't know who was playing, but just this guy just had like he he had Montrez Harrell vibes, like he's just 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 seemed permanently upset. This guy, the point guard on one of these Drew League teams, and then um, he like he like went for a steal, and the ball went out of bounds or something. It was just some sort of dead ball where the dude ended up out of bounds in front of us. And I just I was just like, it's all right, buddy. It's like you do. It's gonna be okay. I was, I was like, it's gonna be okay. You, you good? Because you see, the guy just seemed super upset, and I was like, you're all right, man. And Jack like looked at me like, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, dog, I'm being encouraging. But he did, and then I do think he ended up getting in a fight with someone in the game. I, that might have happened. That wasn't the the uh, no, that wasn't the game game. The game game, yeah. It wasn't the or, game game, but it was like Peter. I don't know if you remember, but uh, we were at the Drew League another time when the game, the rapper, the I game remember this. was playing, yes. and uh, basically started a gang war with a guy on the bench who was holding a child at the time. It wasn't a, it wasn't a gang war. I don't know if gangs was fully affiliated. I'm, but there was the it was game, a shout out. when it's the game. I'm guessing there's some gang shit involved. The game in an all red Nike and all white and red Nike suit. Yeah, I mean, sure, I could see how you could maybe get that. I just don't know officially. But a all guy I know did is that the commissioner of the Drew League had to stop the game and get on like a bullhorn and basically be the principal of the high school and be like, <laughs> if you don't, if everyone doesn't behave, we're going to end the game right now. Yeah, <laughs> we all got yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that did that made it seem more gang like than anything. Yeah, it felt like we were in stand and deliver full, for a minute. Well, a full now stoppage the, uh, play. Now the battering ram of capitalism that is LeBron James has uh, ended those moments forever. It's oh. fine that LeBron goes and play. I just reports, man. The whole point of this shit is so kids in the hood can watch good basketball for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you that, put it on, when Bleacher Report reports it, now it's all just people who own sneaker consignment stores waiting in line. It definitely uh, fucking sucked that there was Woj bombs and Shams tweets about Kyrie and LeBron playing at the Drew League. Uh, yeah, it, it, Peter, exactly what Jamal said. Like, it's just the point of the Drew League is for fucking real hoop heads get to go see good shit for free. And now that is ruined forever because Woj tweeted that LeBron was playing. And fucking Worldwide Wob was live tweeting LeBron's game. Which is fine. Look, if you're there, go ahead and tweet it. But the hours before, I mean, everybody, all the writers picked this up like it was an NBA headline. It was pro-am. Yeah. 
And also, like, yeah, the the fun part of it is going and, like, just being like, all right, like, maybe we'll see some NBA players playing with these fucking dudes. Or maybe the game will try to fight a child. <laughs> yeah, maybe the game <laughs> will, like, literally threaten the life of a child while its father holds it. Maybe Montrez Harrell will be there. Maybe he'll hit a ref. Remember that time we saw Montrez Harrell at True League? And he, he was uh, so upset. He had that Band-Aid on his face that he kept having to, like, reapply. Is he in jail like, right I'm... now? No, he was out. He was in Drew League this year. That's the game I wish I'd went to. The the Montrez Harrell out on bail Drew League game. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been incredible. Damn, that shit sounds so much fun. We saw JaVale yeah. McGee only shoot threes. JaVale McGee... I feel like this has been a topic we've talked about a bunch, but yeah, we watched him go like six for six from three point at the Drew League one time. Anyways, uh, Drew League's ruined. Drew League's <laughs> ruined. It's fine. Uh, one time Jack came to DC. It was like a festival in DC, and then I did my. I had a show that I used to run at this spot, so we did the show. And had him on. And he came in. And it's it's DC. It's me. It's the homies. It's a considerable amount, way more amount of black people around me than if I was in LA. Mm -hmm. And he came in and was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And I was like, this is my show, dog. And he's like, I didn't know you knew niggas for real. And then he went on stage and opened with a joke about how I only have white friends. (laughs) (laughs) And my parents laughed hard as shit. (laughs) My parents really thought that was funny. But you know what? Like that uh that's that's Jack. Like if he that's he if he's he he doesn't love you if he's not insulting you. True. If he's if he's not mean to you like I yeah, I think like the fact like if he ever was like kind of mean or bullied you or roasted you, it means that he loved you. If he like Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had done it more. I knew that's how he felt, but I was just like, I can't do that. Like, I just don't have it. I stopped trying to roast people, in, you know, in, like, high school. And then, like, well, I did Jack it a couple times. did comedy for the first time when he was in high school and then, like, was good at it instantly and then, like, came to L.A. and became, like, a fast-rising star. Uh, so he never left high school, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. One time I did, I got, I, I used to... Um, Whenever I introed him, I give him what I said. He was the um, he had just made the uh, thinnest under twenty five list. I <laughs> dude was a string bean. Uh, you guys watch Bust Down, right? Yeah, it was my favorite it show. It was, it was really funny, funny, legit funny. It was really, it was like a, it was a really funny show. Like not a lot of things actually are funny but that show was that show was really funny (laughs) 
It was <laughs> the best show, I think, of last year. Uh, we tried to get the entire cast on for an episode and just couldn't pull it together. Um, well, I, it's, the problem is, I think we all know this now. Actually, funny things don't really have a place in TV, in entertainment, because for things to be really funny, it has to challenge the way you think about stuff. Like, that's always the funniest stuff is like taking these moments where you were like embarrassed and then like showing you like, ah, it's funny. And so like, you can't really sell paper towels like that. No, they did black. It's always sunny. And did it perfectly, and Perf- honestly, perfectly. It is like yep. at points, even like like it was like kind of hitting like it's always sunny levels from like when they were hitting their stride like six, seven years in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah, it, it it felt like a season show right out the gate, and I think uh, I think weirdly, Jack is the best part of it. That dude is the him. Langston's very good in it too, but he Jack is giving a fucking like I've never seen him act like that. Like he is acting perfectly. He's there's a there's a scene there's a scene in um the episode with Devin (laughs) and uh, where he's like kind of doing this like bit by himself in like a VIP section of a pool party or like the barbecue. Oh yeah. That is like some fucking Charlie Chaplin level shit there. Like Groucho Marx level. <laughs> yeah. He he really tapped into something uh in that show. Like the 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 bit where he breaks into the uh, the the sperm bank and gets covered in cum and then uh and then shows back up at work and um like it's he's just so funny. Bro, it was like it was always sunny, but then the bits, like that cum shit, that's like Family Guy level insanity. Yeah. But it was like live action. Um, Watching him being covered in cum and just like trying to like touch Freddie Gibbs, who was like running away from him. <laughs> like that's some brilliant level of physical comedy. Did I ever tell you guys what he told me about how Freddie Gibbs was on the show? No. Or maybe you did, so, but I forgot. Freddie Gibbs, I guess, did a show at the comedy store for some reason, and Jack was there, and Jack was like blackout drunk. I saw uh, this happen. I was watching the show. I was in the back of the room. Yeah. Jack told me he went up to Freddie Gibbs <laughs> after the show and was like, you're so funny. I'm, I have the show on Hulu that like is about to go or whatever. Or no, Peacock, whatever. I don't know. Like, I think it was on Hulu at the time, actually. Um, that I don't think I'm telling tales of school. Bus Town got jumped all over town. It went from network to network to network before it finally aired on Peacock. Um, but uh, he went up to Freddie Gibb, uh, Freddie Gibbs, and was like <laughs> Freddie Gibb, Freddie Gibb, and was basically like, "I have a show. Do you want to be on it?" And Freddie Gibbs like, like basically grabbed him by the collar and was like. If you don't put me on that show, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and then Jack woke up like the next morning and like texted like Sam and Chris and Langston. It was like, so we have to cast Freddie Gibbs <laughs> on our show because he will murder me if we don't. 
<laughs> and that's how uh, Freddie Gibbs wound up on Bustdown. Man, this scene, I feel like I've seen scenes from Bustdown. I I can't even, I don't even know if I can say this part. I'm not even going to say it. Even though it seems like Sam did an episode about this. I don't know. I, I'll just I don't know. save it. Save it. We're off, Mike. I'll say. I'll just tell you later. It's just not yeah. even. I can't. Uh, Fuck, uh, man. Yep. Fuck, <laughs> man. I just keep every like every few hours. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? You fucking kidding me? I thought this guy was just gonna just torment me for the next thirty years of my life. I would just wake up sometimes. And be like, Jack Knight is somewhere. <laughs> and he doing might be the, thinking about me. <laughs> doing the funniest shit possible. Like, whatever I'm doing, he's doing something 10 times funnier. Right. Like, on accident. It's like trying to fucking play against Jordan. I was competing against this guy. I don't even think he knew I was even at shows. Yeah. You always knew that somewhere, no matter what you were doing, Jack Knight was like a thousand miles away with his shirt off, holding a feather duster and being funnier than you ever could be. He's been that I could ever fucking be, man. Fuck, man. What the fuck, man? I'm going to the gym right after this, dog. Fuck this, man. Yeah, let's all live. Let's all be alive. No bullshit, man. What's up, man? You want to start weightlifting better? I mean, look, I follow enough female weightlifters on Instagram. I think <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Do you guys want to see a, before we go, do you guys want to see a picture of my baby after he ate a plum and it looks like he just ate a human like Army Hammer? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it is the one. Damn. Look at Charlie. <laughs> He doesn't mind if a, if a woman's on her period. He'll go down. Not at all. It really just no. depends. Honestly, it just, it, if he's eating fruit or yogurt, just like, so, like that's what it looks like, whatever he's, he's eating. You're just like, bro, this is disgusting. <laughs> all right, let's wrap this shit up. Do we do, do we do ending music, Jamal? Whatever you want, man. Here we go. Shabadoo-hoo. Hello, hoo-hoo. R.I.P. Jack, we love you. Hello, hoo-hoo. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.